Hey, rock stars, welcome back to Rock the Mic. I am your host, the Photog of Rock Gods, Mike Klein, and you're listening to the Wicked Sermon podcast on iHeartRadio, Spotify Radio, and of course, Apple Podcast. Be sure to check us out online at Instagram at Wicked Sermon for all of your exclusive behind the scene photos. And of course, a lot of times we post text messages to back up the stories that we're telling you just for validation and fun, shits and giggles. Ladies and gentlemen, today's episode is going to be a different format. Um, It came to us the other day in court. And when I say court, there is an ongoing court battle with Angie and Savannah. And then there's a separate one with Savannah. And of course, this is all public domain. So I can at least talk about that part. We were due in court last week or two weeks ago. And we decided to kind of bring up a new subject, a new topic, and kind of continue on that whole victim situation. And we noticed that Savannah and Angie had brought someone with them to court. And I did know a little bit about the person. I actually interacted with the person uh, just for a minute when we opened a door for her. Um, and we'll kind of talk about that. But we wanted to explore the fact that they're still victims. Angie still has her nails into dug deep into other people. And it's funny, depending on the case or depending on the situation, it's funny to see who Angie brings. And what do I mean by that? Savannah had a computer that my father allowed her to use for a class that she needed. And when it was time to bring it back, she brought a slew of people with her, her posse, her backup. And, and, and it was all her mother, I'm sure. But it was very funny because all of those people were higher end, you know, um, I wouldn't say higher end, but they were more educated people as far as one guy was a photographer. The other girl, I think she's a Ghostbuster. I think she like chases ghosts at night and some weird shit. But um, I guess she's kind of educated in the ghost world, like Egon Spangler or the Ghostbusters, I guess. But Angie herself and others... They, they all came together as a posse just to pick up a, or drop off a computer. So it's funny. So my joke was, who is she going to bring to court this time? And it was really odd because everyone's answer was all across the board. She's going to bring a posse. She's going to bring a bunch of people. I joked and said she'd bring nobody because I don't think she wants people to know at this court case the schemes and the things that she does behind the scenes against people to get money or to get her way or the catfish tactics that she uses, lo and behold, she brought this lady named Tracy and her son, which was very funny to us because Angie and Savannah have this very distinct relationship with this lady where apparently she's been a friend of the family for a very long time. I think she was even attached to the family at one point. Um, looking at background records because she did go by the Edwards last name, which was very odd to us. But when you go through all the text messages and all the things that Savannah, especially Angie, has to say about this woman, I was very surprised to see her in court, but then realized that Angie needed somebody to hold on to and latch on to. And this woman makes perfect sense why she was there. On the car ride home, we started talking about it more because we were a little surprised to see her there, which... It's a victim. It's another victim. It's like in, in episode two when you talked about Jonas or Jamie where he was lured in. This is another victim. This is another person that she's lured in and she, to do her business and to do her bidding. And it's very funny because 
as you're about to hear, we sat down and we thought about it and we thought about writing her a letter. We wanted to actually write her a physical handwritten letter and send it to her direct, to her address, to her home. So Angie couldn't get her claws into it as she goes through everybody's stuff. Um, Cause Angie does have access to other people's emails and Instagrams and all the social medias. Cause that's how Angie rolls. So we, we wanted to send it to her personal house, to her email, to her home address so she could read it and kind of see the perspective of what's going on. At least, you know, give her an opportunity to hear and not only see because we attached a lot of text messages and a lot of information that Savannah and Angie had written back and forth, even to me or in conversation with me about her. Um, and we're going to get into that in a minute. So what we did was we went ahead and wrote a letter to this girl, Tracy, and we decided that we were going to just read the letter. We're going to dictate the letter to you guys today, just so you can hear what we wrote and get some more awareness. And, you know, once again, we're talking about, this is another victim. This is another person that Angie has dug her claws into. So we're going to talk about it today in a, in a different format. It's a letter called Dear Tracy, and we're going to read it to you exclusively. And if you have any questions, you have any ideas or thoughts, you know, again, keep emailing us. I love the feedback. We get a lot of text messages. I'm sorry, a lot of DMs, a lot of messages online, which has been awesome. Um, and we're able to answer them and kind of talk you through things and kind of give you a direction. Now, I think it's going to get a little crazier in the next upcoming episodes because we've had to push off Mark which is an episode about court and the cases. And we can't really talk about that till after court, which is going to be a little bit of time now due to, um, due to case moving and, and attorneys, but, um, that's going to be a huge one, but, um, don't forget Liberty's coming. It's, there's a lot of buildup there, but there's a lot of things going on with that, that we didn't see coming and it just kept growing. And the feedback from the students, from the school, from the aeronautics program to the FAA, um, to even David Hart. And I can't wait to get involved with that conversation with you guys. And it's coming soon. Um, I think it'll actually be the next episode after we do this episode, Tracy. But again, thank you so much for listening. We're going to jump into this letter. Keep streaming. Keep downloading. Uh, I'm looking super forward to making that benchmark of 500,000 streams like you don't know how much that means to me um, on all sorts of levels. And again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Dear Tracy, you think you know me, but you have no idea who I am, really. We've met once. Well, twice to be exact. The most recent interaction was in court when I held the door for you, which, based on your shocked reaction... <laughs> No man has ever done this for you before. Our only other interaction was at Angie's when you were there to help clean and fix up their flooded basement. This is the same occasion where Angie and Savannah tell stories about how you stole things from Jacob's room. But we're going to get to that later. Now when I say, you think you know me? It's because you seem to have a lot of things to say about me, both publicly and privately. And yes, I do know the things that you say privately. To be abundantly clear, the only information that you know about me is, is from a mentally unstable and lonely excuse for a person and a mother named Angie Jamerson. 
throughout the last few months, I've proven that nothing coming out of Angie's mouth is accurate. As long as you've been around Angie and Savannah, I would have thought you'd had a clear grasp on the type of people they are. But clearly, you cannot comprehend these facts. I know you listened to both parts of episode two, the Appomattox catfish. Not only did you hear the absolute train wreck of a voicemail from Savannah herself, where she outs herself and her mother's scheme to catfish me, but you also heard from a manipulated victim, much like yourself, who was lured in to do the bidding of a 50-year-old woman in the hopes of destroying me and my empire, as she says, not to mention at the cost of using her daughter to achieve this goal. See, Tracy, Angie feeds on the weak and hopeless. Let me say that again. Angie feeds on the weak and the hopeless. Simply put, you're a victim, Tracy. For a person that doesn't have a job, Angie is great at selling you a fantasy. She makes you feel like you're important. She makes you feel like there's a real bond between you and her family. And in the background, she's slowly breaking you down. She's made it her mission to know all of your weaknesses. She then uses all of your weaknesses against you to do her bidding. Why do you think, of all people, you were in court with Angie and Savannah? She doesn't want all her so-called friends to catch on to her money schemes and her catfishing tactics she uses to take advantage of people. Angie knows, trust me, she knows you have no room to judge her thanks to your family's long history of criminal activity. Angie strives off of misdirection and loves to be the mastermind behind every situation. Angie has a proven pattern of manipulating her victims and to doing the things that benefit her and then denying any involvement in the scheme once confronted. She will never protect the people she preys on. I can promise you that. Angie will throw you under the bus the first chance she gets. That said, Angie's not your only problem, Tracy. Savannah is just as skilled at manipulating people as her mother is. Savannah is in so deep, she can't even make a decision without having her mother on speakerphone. I guess after 20 years, Savannah's gotten used to having her mother so far up her ass, it's just normal. It just feels good for her. One of Angie's favorite games is to play create fake media, social media accounts, and giving others access to them. Of course, Tracy you know all about the latest account, Dreamer, which Savannah and Angie share. When all these online activities blow up in their face, hear me, I promise they will. She'll act like she had nothing to do with it. Think about it. Angie wasn't even on the phone when I got called on Instagram the other night, but the IP addresses linked to the account are from her, are from her and Savannah's accounts, from their devices. You act like I don't know all of these accounts and been playing it the whole time. Do you want to put yourself and your child around someone like this? Do you want to be the fall guy for her? 
She'll never save you, nor can she afford to. Do you know how often I've heard stories about you and your family? How you won't get your child educated? How you won't even allow Angie to homeschool him? Or the only thing that your husband's good for is helping around Angie's house when something breaks because he's a criminal and he has no life? And how Angie uses this to her advantage because she she has no man. Not that anyone would be stupid enough to ever court Angie again. Savannah and Angie both, along with Lucy, talk so much hell about you. They've claimed you stole several items from their house, specifically items from Jacob, her dead son's room. According to their account of events, you did this on camera. Now, I've attached the text messages they sent me where they talk about this. And of course, we definitely can't forget the time that you gave everyone COVID at Christmas. Angie, Savannah, and Lucy all agree. You did this as if you had done it on purpose. Remember, Tracy, how would I know all these things unless someone told me? Sure, public records show all the criminal charges with your family. But look at the text messages I provided. Savannah and Angie, they think you're a joke. Yet they use you for their betting. Trust me. You aren't the only one that they use. I promise you, you're not the only one. I can't count how often I've heard them talk about people behind their backs. I'll tell you what. The things that you hear and record with those ring cams, when they installed them and you have to monitor them, it's incredible. All in all, Tracy, you have to be better than the person you associate yourself with. As often as I understand what it's like to be wanted, it's not worth the hell that comes with it. I mean, who wants to sit in a room all day and scheme against people online, live vicariously through their daughter or their child, and complain about life 24-7? No wonder Josh, the ex, Wants nothing to do with her or Savannah. She and her mother are exactly the same person. In closing, this is something only you can decide what to do with. If you take a minute and actually think about the things I'm saying and look at the text messages, you'd realize that there's truth in what I'm saying. You can continue to call me names and talk all the hell you want about me, but if you step back for one minute, You'll see who's really on top, and you'll realize you don't want anything to do with this plane that's going down in flames. P.S. For the record, spoiler alert, sweetheart, the Empire's still standing, Wicked Sermon's thriving, we've received almost 500,000 streams, so for that... I must thank all of you. Angie, your shitty plan is about to pay off by giving me a gold plaque award-winning season. Savannah, it must suck to have traded in your diamond ring and to give me a gold plaque. That's worse. That's worse than trading a Rolex for a Casio, honey. Well, there you go. A simple letter to a complicated situation. Sent to a individual that hopefully understands what we're saying and looks into it for themselves. 
for their child and gets away from this evil woman, this evil situation, and hopefully betters herself. And I hope that that's what this letter does for her. I hope it makes her question what her friendship really is and the bullshit that Angie's setting her up for. And I hope that she realizes, this is where the awareness comes in, I hope that she realizes the hell that's coming. This isn't going away. It's only getting worse. And it's going to come to justice, too. It's going to be one of those situations that the courts and the authorities, they're going to sort out. And when it does, it's going to be exactly the same thing that I told you originally. Angie and Savannah are really messed up people. And they use people for their benefit to have nothing. I mean, it's one thing if they benefit it, but they have nothing. And they play with people's lives. And they play with people that they call friends. So Tracy, again, hear it from me. I'm sorry you had to hear this from me, and hopefully this gets to you. And that's why we sent it to your emails and we sent it to your home addresses. Because I know Angie controls a lot of people's emails or as far as Instagrams and deletes things. And I want to make sure that you get this because we don't want you to be a victim. And if we can save one person, if we can have one person think twice about her, kind of like how Jonas did, then we're taking all the weapons away from Angie. And hopefully she'll rot in hell. Photog, rock gods, this is the sermon. Good night. Yeah, I'm coming, baby. I'm coming for you.